and welcome to Our Lady of Victory live streaming. And today we celebrate this feast of the Chair of St. Peter. It's Monday, February 22nd. And today we're going to hear from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 16, verses 13 through 19. And this is what we hear on this feast. When Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter said in reply, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus said to him in reply, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. And so I say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Some years ago, when they were teenagers and young adults, they worked together as counselors at Incarnation, a summer camp in Connecticut, and they've all remained fast friends ever since. Not long ago, they gathered for the funeral of their buddy, Joe, a Massachusetts firefighter who died while fighting a two-alarm blaze. The Incarnation family was there in force, reaching out to Joe's family. One of the guys served as the eulogist. Everyone posted old photos of Joe on Facebook and other social media platforms. David Brooks, the Pulitzer Prize-winning columnist for the New York Times, was part of that Incarnation group. As he gathered with his old Incarnation friends, Brooks was struck by the mark that Incarnation had made on all of them. And he writes, and I quote, Some organizations are thick, some are thin, some leave a mark on you, and some you pass through with scarcely a memory. I haven't worked at Incarnation for 30 years, but it remains one of the four or five thick institutions in my life and in so many other people's lives. A thick institution becomes part of a person's identity and engages the whole person, head, hands, heart, and soul. Members of such organizations often tell and retell a sacred origin story about themselves. Many experienced a moment when they nearly failed, and they celebrated the heroes who pulled them from the brink. Thick institutions have a different moral ecology. People tend to like the version of themselves that is called forth by such places. But Brooks has found thin organizations look to take advantage of people's strength and treat people as resources somehow to be marshaled. 
thick organizations think in terms of virtue and vice. They take advantage of people's desire to do good and arouse their higher longings. He says, and I quote, I never got to see Joe T. fight a fire, David Brooks continues, but I watched him run a bunch of the Camp Reunion fishing derbies. If you'd asked him, are you doing this for the kids or for yourself? I'm not sure the question would have made sense to Joe. In a thick organization, selfishness and selfishness marry. It fulfills your purpose to help others to have a good day. I took that from Making a Mark on People by David Brooks. It was in the New York Times News Service, April 20th of 2017. See, on this feast of the chair of St. Peter, we remember the faith expressed by Peter, on which Jesus established this church of ours. In what began with Peter and the company of the Twelve, Jesus envisions his church to be such a thick institution, a church that gathers together to remember the life of Jesus and celebrate the love of God manifested in that life by calling forth the gifts each one of us possesses for the good of all. This Lent, may we recommit ourselves to the baptismal work of making our own church community a thick institution, a family truly of brothers and sisters who instinctively put aside their own individual needs and hurts in order to bring healing and hope to the other members of the faith family. Let's be agents for healing this Lent. Agents for healing. Will you join with me in prayer? Risen Jesus, give us the simple but profound faith of Saint Peter, the fisherman. Instill in us his resolve to be worthy of your call to be your disciples. May we share his determination to build your church here in our own time, in our own place. May we embrace his perseverance to proclaim your presence in every moment you give to us, in every decision that confronts us, in every relationship in which we are blessed. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Lady of Victory, pray for us. Be blessed today, for we are truly blessed every day by our God who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Have a great day.